there, podcast listeners. Welcome to Chris and Tom's Youth Group Podcast, the podcast where two youth group leaders try to figure out how to do youth group better. My name is Chris Morthew. I'm an author, youth group leader, and school chaplain here in Sydney, Australia. And as always, joining me from Melbourne, although only recently, is author, speaker, and youth leader, Tom French. How you going, Tom? I am well, thank you, Chris. How are you? I'm going great. Um, who could be doing better when it's a very special birthday edition of the podcast tom <laughs> our seventh so podcast birthday oh, episode birthday. seven yeah we made it <laughs> we... a year two level podcast yeah there's not many podcasts that make it to seven i feel like we should vow to keep doing the youth group podcast until it's at least of youth group age <laughs> and then maybe we reevaluate. do you let year sixes um, come to your youth group or year sevens um, human list, human youth, not podcast youth. I have a different rule for them. Um, but I do, if that was a serious question, yeah. we let year sixes in, um, okay, so, halfway through the year. So we mean, so, we need to make it to like at least 12 or 11 and a half. That's right. Okay. Good. Good. Um, do you want to talk about youth group? Yeah, I do. But I want you to talk about yours first because I always go first. So I think you should go first. Wow. You've. Thrown off my whole equilibrium. I wasn't ready to think about it. Well, um, I am not a superstitious person, Tom. However, when I walked into our church building on Friday night to get set up for youth group and I found a dead baby possum lying (laughs) at the foot of the tree in our driveway... And then had to uh, shoo away the ants and sweep it up into a dustpan and brush, pop it into a Coles bag and drop it in the bin. I'm not saying that was a warning of things to come, but it was... That was still the worst thing I did on Friday night. (laughs) But Friday night was a challenging night, is what I'm trying to tell Mm. you. Um, It was... The kind of night that made me walk away going, well, at least I'll have stuff to talk about on the podcast. (laughs) Um, It wasn't, I I should say, it wasn't awful, but it was a night, it's not the kind of night you hope to have. Mm. Um, And so essentially what happened was, I think all of our leaders were um, pretty exhausted showing up on Friday night. I think I had had a massive week. I was on the talk and the activities and neither of them were quite as honed as I would have liked them to be. Um, And then the youth showed up and there was just, you know, sometimes there's just something in the room Mm. Um, and it was like, they weren't awful. I should say like they were just, um, yeah. Teenagers being teenagers on a Friday night. Like, I think they were all... We're just getting to midterm and everyone's a bit exhausted and, you know. Um, so, our activity was... It was AI night. Oh, yeah, I remember was, um, one of my... Uh, put the theme on the flyer and then figure out what it means later. <laughs> and what it meant, uh, as it turns out, was... We played a game where I gave... I broke them up into teams and I gave them a series of prompts like design, like give me a movie title about this or design this kind of superhero and give me their catchphrase and whatever. And then I had also prompted ChatGPT earlier that day with the same things. And so we 
got everyone's responses, shuffled them up, read them out, and they had to say which one was their favorite and which one um, was the AI-generated one. Yep. And a few things just didn't quite go according to plan. I mean, I let it run too long. That was the first thing. Um, And the other thing was I played a essentially Cards Against Humanity format game with the Cards Against Humanity generation. Um, And (laughs) there were a lot of times where I would be like reading through the list of responses and I'd be like, I'm not going to read that one. And they were like, Chris, come on, you have to read it. (laughs) And I had like, I faced a moral dilemma because I was like, well, look, on a technical level, that's a well-executed joke, but also (laughs) this is not youth group appropriate or regular appropriate. And so I'm not going to read it. But then they were like whispering their answers in each other. Like it just went off the rails pretty fast. And then to the point where I tried to kind of cut it short and they were like, no, but what about the next one? We have a good answer for that. And, you know, so it was, um, it went too long, but, and they were getting rowdy because it went too long. But then also they didn't, even though they weren't fully engaged in it, they also didn't want it to stop. So we pushed on and kept going and it was all just a little bit um, chaotic and so I just, you know, you go away from every youth group experience, hopefully. I mean, this is what our whole podcast is about. You go away from every youth group experience being like, oh, we could do that better next time. Mm. And there were just like about seven different things in that activity that I'd do better next time. <laughs> um, you had plenty and, of fodder for your debrief. Yeah. Um, and then like they, as a result, they were all kind of like pretty... Um, unsettled for the talk Um, but we got there in the end and then at like the the moment in the talk where I got them all on board and um, we were like kind of I was kind of reaching the point and they were like most people were listening and then someone's phone went off um and it was one of the leader's phones and the ringtone was met with uh, joy by the, they just thought, the youth just thought it was funny. Um, and it was no one's fault and it like could have been mine just as easily as anybody else's. And so like no one did anything wrong at all. Um, and yet, and like probably on another night, it wouldn't have made that much difference either. <laughs> Like it wouldn't have, it would have just been like, haha, that's funny. Real, But it just was like, it just to me, and I probably felt it all a little bit more strongly because I was exhausted. Mm. Um, and so anyway, all of this leads me to a question, Tom. <laughs> and that question yeah. is, at what point do you call your youth out on like behavior stuff at youth group when it's just, cause I was like, this is pretty firmly in the range of teenagers being teenagers. And we, as the leaders didn't like, we created some of this, not on yeah. purpose, but we did. Um, but there were just a couple of things. Like there were people like poking each other and tickling each other in the prayer. And like, I was just like, guys, come on. 
And so I gave him like the closest thing I ever give to a talking to, which is just like me saying, look, I get it. But also it's not going to be me up the front next week. It's going to be someone else. And if you could be just a bit more focused and respectful for them than you were for me just now, I would appreciate it. And so would that, you know, like it was just a little bit, it was as gentle as I knew how to be given just my like fed upness. Yeah. And like, it was fine. And I've chatted to some of those guys since and no one was like, Oh, you were so mean to us. But I just like, anyway, it was one of those nights where you walk away going like, it'll be easier than ever for next week's to be better by comparison because this week set kind of a low bar. Um, (laughs) And yet, and yet like one of the youth, came up to me at the end. was like, that was a really good talk, Chris. Like, that was really helpful. And there were like, you know, there were enough bits and pieces for me to go. It wasn't like, it was not a waste of time. Yeah. It was a, um, it was a worthwhile night. And even knowing the like, if I had to go and Groundhog Day, that youth group night five times, I would still go back and do it every time. Because <laughs> I do think God still works in that stuff. But anyway, sorry, that was me talking for a lot longer than I think I usually do about how youth group went. But what first. is this podcast if not my private therapy session? So, <laughs> so give me your too. wisdom, Doc. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's um, like, yeah, I think you're right. Like, it's not like there's ever a wasted youth group night. Like, even the nights where. The talk is terrible, or the talk doesn't even happen. Like, we had a night last year where I ruined the dinner so much that I had to send everyone out to buy their own dinner and then come back, and then we'd try and do the Bible study, and no one got any of the Bible study done. And it was, uh, in some ways, it was like a a, a wasted night, but also it was a great night, because it was like, oh, we've got memories of that, and... Mm. And then there are also the nights where it's not bad enough that you're going to get memories and it's not good enough that you're going to think that that was a winner, but also just the fact that you were there and you turned up and you are there on just the not that great weeks. Like, it's just, it's about putting in the time and putting in the effort to be there all the time. Hmm. And and it's a worthwhile night. And they'll remember that you were there and told them about Jesus even when you were tired and they were tired and they weren't acting exactly the way that they wanted to, or you wanted them to, and uh, and it was worthwhile, I would say. Mm. <laughs> mm. And on the uh, like, I think you're right about like the making memory stuff. Uh, this is this youth will not mind me telling this story, um, and I will de-identify them. But I we took a youth group away to kick a few years ago, and. They just were being, there were a handful of them that were just like messing around. And it was another one of my rare, I'm actually going to sit you down and give you a talking to kind of mm. moments. And then we were like, just go into the, like they, they had this like garage slash rec room thing. We were like, go in there, stop, me- like just play ping pong or something. Don't mess around. Anyway, they go in and I hear like, it gets a little bit too quiet. And so I'm like, oh. <laughs> Now what? I open the door and there is one of my youth climbing through a hole in the wall, (laughs) like trying to like escape through this like crack in the wall and like sneak out. And 
I was like so mad. <laughs> but both me and this teenager now look back on that and like it's so funny to us. And we're like, remember that time I tried to crawl through the wall? <laughs> it's like, and it's great. Like, you know, and somehow that moment has been redeemed from the moment when I was at my worst and they were at their worst. And both of us are like, <laughs> that was pretty funny though. So I think, I don't know. I don't know what the point of that is. But um, <laughs> if there are any youth listening, don't crawl through the wall. Like it's funny after a while, but it's really annoying at the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think that was probably my point. <laughs> Something about memories and turning up and the best times and the worst times and kids crawling through walls. I, I think sometimes having the also the most difficult nights or the kids who are the most difficult that you stick with, they remember that. Like one of the things I talked about with a um, group of leaders recently was um, just how we deal with like neurodivergent kids who mm. find it difficult to to do youth group and do school and they're in a situation mm, where, mm. you know, just the the typical ways of doing things don't work for them. And they often will just get a lot of, just sit down, just be quiet, just focus, just do mm, do, mm, mm. do what everyone else is doing. And, and to some degree we need to help them to fit in in, the, in a way that works for them and for others. They can't just run around and do whatever they want. But on the other hand, we can do the very best we can to make it work for them as well and the very best we can to just be really encouraging. Like, oh, I just mm. noticed the way you'd get a really great answer there or, mm, mm. Um, you know, oh, you're a little unfocused today, but there was, there was one point there where I noticed that you were just so kind to that, that kid and the more we can encourage them in their behavior – um, and the, and highlight the things that are great, and that kind of sticks out to them because they know that they're the kids that mm. um, that people find difficult. Like it's not like they're pretending that you know they they think that everyone just thinks they're great. Like they know that mm. it's difficult, and the more we just love having them there and value their presence, even when it's difficult, um, the the better it's going to be for them and for our youth yeah. group. Yeah, and I think also. Like the the other thing I've got to keep reminding myself, particularly as a school teacher, is like this is not school. <laughs> it's Friday night. They're all as exhausted as we are, um, and you know, this is and like last Friday was not that bad. Like if like there'd be plenty of youth leaders who come and see that and be like, oh man, do you think that's hard? Like there's so you know I I live in a like the current culture of our youth group is pretty good. And so I guess one of the other things that I went away reflecting on is I think a couple of our other leaders were quite discouraged by it. Um, and they were like, they were kind of noticing the ways that they made what they felt like they'd contributed to it or that they hadn't, I don't know, like I haven't had a chance to debrief with them. But I think another thing that I really want to make sure that I'm doing is as the leader of leaders, which is not a position I particularly <laughs> enjoy, but it's the position the position I find myself in, I need to make sure I'm checking in and being like, you know what, it was actually okay. Like all the stuff that I'm saying to myself and that you're saying, like I think I need to make sure that that filters down to everyone else. Like, yeah, that was a weird one. Whatever. Move on. God is God and he remains sovereign and he will use even that hot mess for his glory. <laughs> and 
next time I will not include a prompt that uses the word banana for obvious reasons. <laughs> I would like to hear their answers, but... um, I've still got them somewhere. I will not read them on air for <laughs> the interest of good taste. Um, how was your group for you, Tom? Um, it was uh, good. Sorry, I just actually got a message from my wife, which I need to respond to. She just asked if I have the baby monitor. And Okay, well, while Tom's responding to that message, I will take this moment to say that if you've got any questions for us, um, you can email us at Chris and Tom's Youth Group Podcast at gmail.com. That's Chris and Tom's Youth Group Podcast at gmail.com. We didn't get any questions last week, Tom, but I think that's because I forgot to tell anybody where they could uh, get in touch with us. The other thing I will say, since Tom has, in fact, walked out of his chair and left his recording studio, (laughs) is uh, to... Oh, he's back. Um, But do get on whatever podcast platform uh, you listen on and rate and review our podcast. That's what the podcasts, um, the the Big Deal podcast do. It's how how people can find us. Yeah. Yeah. And you should tell all your youth ministry friends about us because that's how we get... uh, I don't know, more downloads. I'm not sure what what we're aiming for with this. We, we're trying to be helpful, but probably not fame and fortune. Yeah, I well... Spotify might buy us at some point. All right, do you want me to talk about my youth group? Um, yes, I do. <laughs> I could keep talking. <laughs> like, if you could go do another lap at your house and I could just keep on um, doing promo. But go ahead, how was your okay. trip? Um, it was good. We were talking about Jesus as our Savior, and I did not have much to do because I had um, a leader who was doing MCing the night, and then she also ran the game. And then we uh, had we had small groups where we all kind of checked in, and we had a talk, and then there were snacks, and someone else gave out the well, the dessert at the end, and I just kind of stood around. Uh, except there was one point where the game finished early and then we we had a bit of time before we were then meant to do small group check-in. Um, oh, we also had a kid... Uh, we, we One of the things we do is um, we, we have a library at our youth group and then we encourage kids to read books and review them and they tend not to. So we've incentivized it that you get paid for your book review because it's only right that if people do work uh, in media. We don't just pay them in exposure. We give them proper pay. Mm-hmm. And so their proper pay is chocolate. And uh, I've told them that if they read every book in the Bible and give us a review of each book in the Bible, they'll get 67 chocolates. So you normally get one chocolate per book, but because you read the whole Bible, you get a whole extra chocolate. You get chocolate. a bonus one. Yeah, That's yeah. good. Um, anyway, and so she started off by reading uh, Genesis. So we got a review of Genesis, which was great. And then someone asked her what her favorite character in the Bible, in the book was, and she said the dove from the ark, which was, I've never considered the dove as even just a character, let alone the best character in Genesis. Mm. So that was, I was was very pleased with that response. Well, the dove as a motif in scripture is very interesting. So I can only assume that this youth is going places in terms of, you know, picking up those recurring scriptural thing as she gets goes moves through the bible she'll keep coming back to her favorite character or descendants of her favorite character 
Um, and I assume also you're going to be hearing a lot of reviews of Philemon and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we, we also ahead. have a rule that if they don't, you don't get a chocolate if you read a book that's less than a page long. Um, but if you read five books or three books, I can't remember, then you get a chocolate. And then, mm-hmm. then in the end, we'll we'll make it all up in the end, and I'll see what happens. But anyway, the point is, um, I didn't have much to do except there was one moment where we had this spare time between the end of the game and the beginning of the book review. And my leader said, "Oh, what are we going to do?" And and I was like, "Ah." Oh, this is where my skills as a 20-year veteran of youth ministry comes in handy. I will pull out a game. And so we played a game, which uh, I'd just been thinking about that week, called Protect the President, which is really, really easy. You just stand in a circle, and then you have one person who's the president, one person who's the bodyguard, and you throw the ball at the president. And uh, if it hits, and the bodyguard has to kind of swat it away, and if it hits the president, the president dies and the bodyguard becomes the president because that's the way the order of succession works in this strange government. And the person who assassinated the president becomes the bodyguard because it is a very weird government system, but you just Mm. kind of keep swapping people. And it's really fun, and it kind of fitted in with our theme of saving people. And I was, the, the thing that kind of, I was thinking about also, it was just that, I'd been thinking this week about how I used to have this thing in my wallet which was just a list of like eight games which you could go to at any point in time where it's like oh no I've got a bunch of kids what am I going to do I've got these eight games that I can play and I gave it to my leaders in my old youth group and they would have that list of games but they'd have space to write their own games and one of the I think just one of the like really basic useful skills in youth ministry um, because it's not that hard, is <laughs> just having a list of games in your head that you can pull out at any point in time mm. and be like, go, let's go. And it can be the difference between um, kids running wild or the night finishing early or um, you know everyone standing around going, I don't know what to do, and someone being able to step up and say, all right, it's time, here's a game, let's go for it. And then everyone, don't, people don't even notice that there was a problem. Um, and... I'm not a real great games guy, but there's been quite a few kind of nights that have been uh, enhanced by just having mm. having a bunch of games up my sleeve. Even though youth ministry is not about games, um, it's it's definitely a useful skill. And so let mm. me encourage you all. <laughs> there you are. That's uh, that's that's like a Tom tip, not a reflection on. No, it's good uh, though. You know. It also um, another game thing that I found super helpful is if you take a game and like retheme it or just give it like one extra twist it can turn it from like oh we've played this before to like oh this is cool like for instance i think i'm going to steal your protect the president game and vaguely retheme it because we're doing spy games this week um and surely there's a way to take the same throwing balls at people and my youth group if there's anything they love more than throwing balls at each other i don't know what it is um (laughs) Anyway, all that to say, thank you for your tip. No I will worries. be immediately stealing it for this Friday's youth group. Yeah, great. So, great. Um, speaking of, what are you doing this week at youth group? We are going to the one-night event for Victorian Christian Youth Convention. So it's uh, we're heading out to the eastern suburbs of Melbourne, and we're going. To, there's going to be like a couple of hundred kids in a big room. There'll be a game, a barbecue, a talk, and uh, I just get to turn up. Um, but we're going to be giving kids some lifts, so lifts there. So the thing that I'm kind of excited about is uh, the road trip from 
church, you know, way out to the eastern suburbs. I'm like, there's prime ministry time there. So uh, most of the time the kids just get dropped at the event, but some of them actually... Like they get to lead the country? What? 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 (laughs) You said it's prime ministry time, and I thought you were talking about something else. Sorry, go ahead. (laughs) I, 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 I'm still lost. <laughs> okay, so you know how the leader of our country is the prime minister. Oh, prime, yeah, okay, right. And and so, do you want me to keep explaining? It's only going to get we we had one more who, funnier, more who, funny and enjoyable left, for our listeners. Who left the country? So. Mm. Yeah, okay, good. Um, <laughs> anyway, so looking forward to that, and looking forward to hearing a talk from uh, someone else because I love hearing other people do Bible talks for youth. I don't get to hear it that often. Yeah, great. What about you? What are you doing, Chris? Um, we are doing spy games, and we are doing uh, a game. Have you ever heard of Protect the President? Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm going to take that. Twist, yeah, yeah. And a kind twist of on it? Give a little twist. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what the twist is yet. Assassinate the spy. There you go. Um, <laughs> we did it. And um, some other game as well, TBA. Um, but then also someone else is doing the talk. Um, so we did Jesus Brings Real Equality uh, last week, and we're going to do Jesus Brings Real Goodness. And so we're going to be talking about morality. Um, and so someone else is doing that talk, and they are going to be great. And after my firm but fair talking to that I gave the youth last week, I'm sure everyone's going to be switched on, focused, and ready to go. Exciting times. Dead possum free zone. <laughs> In every sense of the word. Um, yeah. Well, on that note, do you want to play us off, Tom? Is there anything else that <laughs> we need where, to talk about? Where can about? we find out about you, Chris? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, oh, the music's starting. Uh, you can go to chrismorphew.com if you want to find out some more about me. Or you can go to tomfrench.com.au if you want to find out some more about yourself, Tom. See you guys. Bye, everybody. (laughs) Really petered out there. We did it. Another job well done, Tom. Thanks, Chris.